This is Randy's Rock of Life podcast, brought to you by Premier Midwest Beverage. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, so I did that trick again. I'm like, oh, I'm like, we started Roll talking. I'm like, I'm like, sleeves trick. No, no, no. I, All right. the, the whole, I, I handed her my phone. And I said, hey, let's hang out sometime. We, you know, a lot of us guys that, a lot of us that are in the in the beer industry, we hang out together. Ah, that's a beautiful opening line, man. No. It is. Yep. That's a great line, man. So, I, it's I'm too super cool. Man. I'm just gonna say super cool. For sure. And, and I, I hope that we hang again, man. And I, I hope so, too. I mean, that was the coolest thing was, Jose, I bought her beer. We were, set, we were sitting down. Yep. I, we were watching Zane, and uh, we, both, we both uh, drank all of our beer, double IPAs, which was like, I, think it was like, I think it was 12, 14%. On a mission. Ooh. And she's like, you need another beer? And I went, I was like, what? She what? asked him. Marry her. And she kidding, went kidding. for the end. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and she did. I was sitting right there, and I even, I, I tapped Anna. I'm like, she's getting beer for him. I'm like, dude, that yeah. I, that's attractive, she's man. Checked, I lie, she's bro. checked a major checkbox off. Yeah. Big time. Because okay. there are there are a lot of women that do are like, they expect. Right. And, and, and I, dude, I totally get it. But if you can find somebody that's like super cool, like, hey, I, you got some, I'll go get them. Don't you worry. You sit right there. Right. Absolutely. Like, and that's what she did. She let me sit down. She knew I was in, in the watching Zane, you know, his comedy act. And she's like, I'll get you another beer. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. And to buy me a beer. Hmm. Fuck. I was like... Not even knowing you that well. I'm not going to say he was drunk, but I think he was kind of drunk. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get really too drunk till we got to um, the other place. Oh, yeah. After the two uh, blue moons. Yeah, you got... That's when I I got really tired. uh, Yeah, and then Will, unfortunately, uh, fell ill, and he was completely sick the next day. And he did not go to the film festival uh, this past week in Omaha because he was hurting unit. Not because of alcohol, he just... He said he got sick, and he just had an issue. It's going around around here, guys. Flu or whatever. The Rona! That too. The Rona's fucking floating around still, man. I but, still know people that are like, oh, I can't, got COVID. I'm like, damn, really? Mm-hmm. Shit's still around. No, but you're right, guys. I mean, that is so cool. You know, when a lot of times that reaction from, you know, the opposite, no, you go get your own beer. Or, nah, right. well, you know, what, yeah. what are you looking at me for? You know, or it's nowadays, you know, the expectation there is like for guys to take care of everything, right. buy it for everything. Uh, but, you know, that's good. That's a beautiful reaction. That's why, I mean, yeah, I thought I, it was really I, cool. I, I'm old school when it came to like going out and on a date. I'm like, guys got to pay. We got to do that. And it's kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, yeah, I was like doing Dutch, man. Cause I'm like, you know what? I don't know you. You don't know me. I don't, you know, right. it's just, you know, let's see. Yeah, you do yeah. your shit. I do mine. You know? I, I always say, you know, for beer, um, great beer brings great conversations. Yes. So mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll always, you know, hey, you, you need a beer. You need a beer. I'll go buy it. Cause right. that's how a conversation starts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, she bought that beer, and it went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it did. You had a good time, and hopefully, and she's not too far away from where I live. That's super cool. Did not know that. Like, yeah. uh, like a stone throw away, man. Oh, is she? 
Yeah, like right over there. Man, they know more than I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know she broke both your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I still got strength. What was that, yeah. uh, Randy? Uh, talk about that. Well, it just, she had a very firm handshake, uh-huh. a very confident handshake, and I really like that. She's a super cool chick, and really. Um, and you know what? When I thought about it, too, um, but I know the other fellas said the same thing. What I think about that is the industry that she works in, right. she's so used to probably dudes or right. whatever. It just, I don't know, it, it kind of like took me off guard, but I was like, damn, this chick, she's very tomboyish in a good way. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know. Butch. Yeah. <laughs> not Not that. But like. Like, I think she could, like, get on the basketball court and throw down, man, and, like, have a good time and, and not be, you know, like, yeah, and I think that's super cool. So. Hmm. What, yeah. what does she do, guys, for just for context? What does she do for a living? She, she uh, actually, there's a private go- golf course uh, just opened last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's running it. Yeah, she's in charge okay. of that. So she deals so, with. Yeah, yeah, there's some memberships that she was telling me, like, are $750,000 for Oh yeah, golfing's expensive. Oh, I thought you guys wouldn't say like she's a security guard or something, you know, yeah. ready to rough some dude up. <laughs> I mean, maybe she swings a lot of golf clubs. I don't know, but she's super cool. And and like I said, I really do hope uh, Anne and her exchange numbers, and I really hope that we can get her back out and spend some time with her because she was yeah. man. And you know what, man? And uh, all, all things aside, I got to sit and watch you interact with a female. In a environment that you are comfortable with, and in any time you get to look and see your boy having a good time, that that makes me happy, man. Oh, d- definitely for sure. Definitely. So I don't, man. Yeah. So how was the show, guys? How was uh, the the whole night? You know, I, I didn't get to meet up with you guys like we planned. Uh, I, I was know. out of town, came in a little bit late, but I want to hear it. You know, I want to hear what I don't know already. Zen, I thought uh, first comedian, he was pretty good. He was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Zane, I really, I really enjoyed him. You know, just a, he's he's just like one of us. You know, he, it's just crazy a celebrity. You know, he's not like top celebrity, but he's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. He treated everyone like normal people. You know, it just was. I was just in awe. You know, mm-hmm. this guy who I watched on, on TV for years. You know, drinking and doing practical jokes and things like that is just a normal guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, and that's, I think, you know, everyday comedy, everyday life, when you infuse it into comedy is probably the best because we can all relate to it. Absolutely. And, and I, I just lo- like, you know, somebody doesn't think they're more than, you know, than you. They're on equal level. Right. Did you get to meet them? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I got, I got, a I got picture. a picture. Yeah. I got two pictures. Oh, with him. Yeah, he was he was actually very very uh, cool to hang out with, and yeah. I, I honestly I did not know uh, much about him and prior, and and it was super cool to kind of learn uh, about the uh, background and what he did, and he, he gets to go around and drink drink and drink beer. Yeah. I mean, what a gig, man! What a job! So yeah. he's yeah. he's one one of the first guys that kind of like introduced that uh, got craft beers going. So he he'd just go around to different breweries, talk about it, or he, even around the world. His uh, first show, of three shirt, three sheets. Yep. He went around the world and they drank, paid him. Drank they paid with, him. Drank with travelers, you know. Yeah. How cool is that? I thought I had a cool gig. Dude, what the hell? Right. And yeah, then he gets to do his comedy show at breweries and just hang out and have yep. encourage people to drink and. Have a good time and, and that's free beer. Never ha- never have to pay for a beer. <laughs> I mean that's so 
So I gave him one of my business cards, so maybe uh, we can get him down at uh, Imperial down Lincoln. There you go. There you go. So. Man, no, it was really cool. I'm glad the weather was all, everything worked out good, especially around here. You never know. Right. Um, <laughs> now, Friday being the luck of the Irish. That's why I'm supporting the green now, because I'm not going to get to see you guys. But uh, this is the first year that I physically, I've taken off work. I have taken off St. Patrick's Day, and I am going to, after I have done my DNA. I second that. Uh, ancestry DNA, and I found out that I was Irish. And I just did this probably like six months ago. Come to find out that I'm England, Northwestern Europe, 45%. Scotland, 21%. Wales, 12%. Uh, it looks like some sort of something Europe, 9%. Irish, 8%. Arr. And then Sweden and Denmark. Run with that odd. Yes, so I feel this year I can... Go out and celebrate. Amongst your people. Uh, amongst my people. Toast the green one and drink some corned beef and Dude, cabbage. I am. I'm going to have a good time going out with some family members, and it should be a blast, man. And oh, it should <laughs> be. should be a lot of fun, man, <laughs> uh, for sure. So I'll, I'll be down in Lincoln doing the same thing. Yes. Are you got any plans, Jose? Uh, well, I normally take the day off on that as well, uh, which it's going to be a chill day for me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bit of work involved with that, but... Uh, um, we'll see. I, I don't normally, you know, I jump on a trolley. We're at, at it at eight in the morning, mm-hmm. and you know, by twelve o'clock, one, whatever, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. You know, the world's a different place at that point. But yeah. uh, <laughs> is not, it not this year? It's gonna be a little, <laughs> little bit more laid back. But uh, we'll get out there. You know, see what's see what's going on. I, I'll do some uh, Irish whiskey for you. Oh, you God. Do yeah, that. I'm gonna be texting you, and I'm thinking, Dan, you're gonna be drunk by probably noon, maybe. I'm I think hope, I'm starting at like eight thirty or something. I'm hoping ten o'clock. That's ten a possibility. So I can get a nap in, and get back up, and do it again. Yeah, we got a DD in our uh, group of people, so yeah, we should be good. But I, I really don't want to puke up cabbage and corned beef and bunch uh, of yeah. It's all gonna uh, be yeah. bad, man. I'm not a big fan, guys. I don't know about you guys, but uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, no. See, I, I I like cabbage rolls, not so much cabbage mm. by itself. Well, in for you, as well, and for me, Creighton basketball in the NCAA tournament three, three is o'clock Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be a good time as well. Right. <laughs> so we're definitely going to have a good time doing that, man. But yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of the tournament, uh-huh. here is my brackets. And I'm the plan, I didn't do too bad, but uh, I've still got a couple more yet tonight going on. But I have picked Alabama and Houston to go to the final or the championship game with Alabama taking the championship. They're big boys. I think it's going to happen. So what we decided to do with the other kids in the house who aren't as basketball oriented, I said, all right, fill out a bracket. And this is what we're going to do. I said, whoever has the most points... They win in the house. That person gets to pick anywhere they want to go eat. Anywhere. Nice. And everybody in the family has to go. Do I get to pick a bracket? I mean, if you want. I got come them upstairs. Come on, we're practically so, family. There he is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And so, yeah. So that, just to make it more fun and entertaining. I mean, obviously, uh, you could do a side bet with the Chicky Mamas for a little something-something. You know? But. Why, why don't we do a little side bet between the three of us? Let's see who does the best bracket. 20 bucks in. You win the pot. Go all the way. I know Jose's going to take Kansas all the way. Who? I would like take to. It, take who? I would Kansas. like to. Kansas? Yes. Ah, yeah, Well, yeah, you know, we, we are, you know, Jayhawks in the family with my daughter. I, I got them in the uh, Elite Eight. So You know what? Still- all the brackets I've seen do not 
get him past the Elite Eight. What the hell? Yeah, which because you're going to end up probably playing Gonzaga. Gonzaga and Houston, I think, yeah. is in there. Yeah, so it kind of gets beat down. I think I think Kansas can beat Gonzaga. Really, I really do. Gonzaga, they're they're good, but they're just they're not quite like they've been the the last you know five six years. I'm looking forward, now, dude. I love the tournament. Now Houston, Houston's aggre- aggressive. I like them. They're they're a run and gun. But you know, you you meet a, another team that's slow that that plays real defense. That's going to give Houston fits, and I believe uh, it's in their second round. I can't think of the team. Can I see your bracket? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There you go. So, if I'm not mistaken, Dan, didn't we spend uh, a St. Patrick's Day together? Yeah, we did. And it and I remember uh, I spoke to some rando uh, that had some something necklace on or something, and I was like, "Damn, that chick's high. I should go talk to her." Yeah, yeah. I think I did. <laughs> I, I did. I think. And how'd that go, Randy? Uh, not well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not yeah, go well. I, I don't even know what I said. I, uh, I was a lost puppy. Yeah, it started. It started going downhill after those shots. Yeah, I remember. I remember that day uh, specifically. Um, Jose, any of the times you were out for St. Patrick's Day, did you, uh, or what is the wildest thing you ever saw? Because people were drinking super early, man, and you said you took the trolley, so that should have been pretty interesting. Man, uh, you know what? I don't know if I can disclose this, but uh, what the hell? <laughs> wasn't me. No, let's just clarify. It wasn't me. But I heard wasn't me. that somebody within my group, uh, you know, we go hard. I'm not going to lie. We go from 8 a.m. to, depending on the year, we've gone to 1, we've gone to 2, 3, 4. On one year when we went pretty late, my understanding is somebody in the trolley, you know, had to relieve themselves. They, you know, they just drank too much and they just well, yeah. let it go. You know, they threw up somewhere in the corner and within like 20 minutes they were making out with somebody oh nice uh and there was there's apparently video of that so uh, is it a chick or a dude that a guy that puked and And then he was uh, making out with the chick he was making out with the chick yeah hey mouthwash i mean (laughs) so props man you know i don't know if they you know she got a he got a quick runza in there or something but uh you know props to that girl for putting that putting up with that oh well i i've been there myself i've been there myself yeah so my, uh, I think it was my twenty second birthday. My my boys took took me out. We ended up at the Green Onion. <laughs> you fellas that's, know the Green. Man, that's deadly. That is yeah, a deadly I got environment there. Fucked up. Yep. And, in a uh, good way. And one of my friends, she's she's a friend. She had a crush on me. You know, she liked me. Shot Somehow we end up in the bathroom and start making, making out. And my body said, "What the hell are you doing?" Blah, all over. He said, "My body." Were you were you in the bathroom stall making out with the chick? No, we because I've totally been in that position. No, we were we were back at, at a friend friend's house because that's when it started getting blurry. I I went from Whew. drunk to shit face when we got back to the apartment. Nice. And we started making <laughs> making out at, at the in the bathroom. Next thing I know, my body's like, "No, no." At least no. you didn't puke on her. I did. You did. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, my buddies are carrying me. I'm flopping all over. Oh, Look like God. like I'm dead. Something tells me she's not sending you like Christmas cards or anything, right? No. Not anymore. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
not surprised. Yeah. Uh, that's brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some, I don't know, man. I, I've had some weird situations. And it wasn't even, one time I remember, that, no kidding, man, and I used to live at this place called Country Club Village. I remember. Uh, Country Club. That was a quite a party adventure over by Thomasville. Especially in the summertime. Oh. Uh, yes. Um, and my, we, work, we're all working in radio and my buddies are there and they got, you know, rando chicks and they're having a good time. Well, those girls brought a girl. And this chick already showed up intoxicated. And the fucking craziest thing is that they're all doing their thing and they're like, all right, man, we're going to roll, blah, 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 blah. I'm a dude, wherever, maybe go back to your place, do your business. The thing about it is this chick was too drunk to leave. So the girls Uh left this chick with me because I was probably the safe guy. You know, oh, he's he's not going to do it. He's in a friend zone. He's in a friend zone. This is great. So all I remember is putting this chick to bed in my kid's bedroom because he had a you know a little big you know little bed for his age and uh, I was gonna go into my room and um, I think I still had a water bed at this point hmm. and so I literally went made sure the chick puked made sure she peed and then out of that deal I got her and I said all right here's your bed lay down. Will you take my pants off? And I'm like, uh, Whoa. yes, I guess. I'm a gentleman. Why not? So she goes, no shit, guys. She goes, well, you can take my pants off, but I'm going to let you know I'm not wearing any underwear. And I'm like, oh, my God. See, at that point, I it'd be a hard no. It'd because be a, a you hard never no. know, man. Yeah. Well, it got weirder than that, fellas, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you on how this exactly went down. So this chick told me to take her pants off, not wearing any panties, right? to come find out there's a tampon string hanging out. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you know what the words were? If you want, you can pull it out and we can have sex. That's exactly what she said. Some rando. And I'm like, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. I was a good boy. I went into my bed. I duct taped my dick down and I went to bed. Um, I believe that's game in some parts of the country, but. Uh, yeah. That, dude, yeah. I'm, I shit you not. That happened at Country Club Village. And the funny thing is, I had to take that chick home the next day because they all left her. So I'm like, well, where do you live? And here's the fucked up part. I didn't even know her name. Let me guess Council Bluffs. No, oh, okay. no, it was. I think it was more north, actually. Northwest, but but, but yeah, I didn't even know her name, man. Shit, you're not. So so yeah. I mean, in the weird. morning, were were you able to do something? No, because then it, it just was weird. Then she sobered up and was like, oh, I, 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 I was lot, you know. And I'm like, don't worry, I didn't do anything. Hmm. I mean, I saw your vagina, but there was a string hanging out. So what are yeah. you gonna do, man? Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude, it was all bad. That wasn't a St. Patrick's Day, but that was a really weird experience to uh, 100%, though, man. Just saying. Uh, so, the Adventures of Randy. Dude, that apartment alone, man. Cursed. Danny oh. lived across the street. Figures. Yes, he did. Yep. For a minute. Yes, he did. I know. That was with uh, First X. Yep. And we used to play basketball on the outside of that apartment complex, on the court out yeah, there. Yeah, we used to go up there and ball quite and a bit. And then, of course, in Country Club. And that's the reason why I got that apartment was because it had an indoor basketball court. And I loved that. Yeah, I did too. Yep. That was a lot of fun there. So, yeah, that's my adventures of hmm. the place. I had a few other things happen there that didn't go well. A few X's and damage to my apartment. Yeah, I remember yeah, we've all I remember that. one of them. We've all had a few uh, crazy X's. Not me. 
No. You too? Not me. What? Say what? I never. It never. Is, never what? Never had a crazy. Jose. Never, never had I a crazy. I find day. that. Hard oh wait! To I believe. take that. I take that back. I had one, but White, one night. What was his show, name? She, what was his name? <laughs> she yeah. showed her true colors at the end when I was trying to break it off. Really? But other than that, no. Hmm. That yeah. dude, breakups are suck in general. Well, All I breakups mean, suck. I mean, shit. You know, it hurts. You know, you're oh, I'm gonna play some boys and men. Blah blah blah. <laughs> drink, drink a I'm drink a drink. Love to you. <laughs> smoke a smoke. Hate you. But, I but love you, you. you know what? In six months, oh, it's it's all all over with. You know, dude, dating in this and and ain't gonna lie. If you got into something serious and imagine having the emotions you had in your early twenties, late teens, and with the technology <clears throat> we have now, back then you're like, fuck, you could leave and go do whatever, and right. they had to call you or page you or pay phone or whatever the fuck nine one one. Oh shit, you know, or booty calls or whatever on your pager. But now. Everything is on social media. You can see anything and everything oh, about fuck. your exes and about yep. everything. And it's blatantly out there. Right. That's the shit that's yep. crazy, man. Now, now, Jose, you had mentioned something earlier, and I want to hit this, is it, uh, something about it, it, what is... We all know about the bro code, about that part. But yes, like, sir. The aspect of you see your ex, but then you see a picture of your ex with a friend of yours, mm-hmm. a guy friend. Right. Hi, what do you do? So that um, I'd say very varies. You know, how do you feel about her? If you guys had some time together, some some committed time, that's a fuck no. That that yeah, excuse right. me, excuse me. What, what's, a fuck, what's a fuck amount of time though? Like if you dated it, like if Jose dated a chick for I'd, a month, I'd say, and she's I'd say, like, ah, but now oh Dan over here. I'd hey. say I'd right. say you know two years, but you know as a, as a, as okay. as a brother, you you know you should ask your brother, hey man, I'm starting to get some feels for your girl. Do do you have a problem with me dating her or seeing her? So as long as you, you ask, you should ask. But, I, that, but that's I think, a gentleman's way. But I think by that point, if you already have feelings, I mean there's nothing really going to stop you from. I, I, trying to talk for, to your for, ex. I, for me, I'm only speaking for me. Yes, mm-hmm. it would stop me because my brothers are more important than losing a friendship. Well, I'm just talking about like basic bro mannerisms. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, to have, uh, you know, for if you're dating somebody and you have a friend that's like, hey, you know, you see the signs, you know, all the likes on Facebook and everything. Like, hey, what's going on? Okay, well, whatever. And then you see evidence that they're hanging out. And then you confront the person. Like, hey, what's going on, bro? You know, just be real with me. Yeah. And uh, the person admits to you, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I, I ain't, ain't no shame in my game. I'm yeah, I'm trying to get with your ex. Oh, uh, I'm a, I'm a okay. You, I'm going to tell you right now, that's a snake. Yeah, That's well, a snake. and one you maybe any, never should have trusted. Any, any, any yeah. yeah, any, any time, you know, he sees a he sees a way in, he's got slitter his way in. Right, and and you know, a lot of times you can take people out their word and everything, and and maybe that was the case, but then you start seeing, you know, when you were sure, nah, man, well, you know, if you feel strongly about that, you know, I'll, I'll stop hanging out. But then the opposite happens. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe we weren't yeah. cool like we thought, I, like I thought we were. No. Right. Yeah, that's tough. So man. cut that cancer out of your life. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's just a respect thing. I mean, man or woman, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that um, you know, I I don't know. I've I've met a lot of guys that are like, you know, uh, random girl like, "Hey man, let's do an Eiffel Tower on this chick," you know, and like shit like that. It's like you want to bang up with a chick and right, your bros right. there. It's like 
Dad, you're in. Go or whatever the fuck. So that know? that's a random. That's not. That's, that's not, not some that's of your not feelings. A per, you know, that's not right. a person you're invested in. Right. Yeah. So that I, I, that's the difference between like having that like bro moment. Nobody gives a shit to right. that time frame that you are with somebody and they should know. And th- it, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, you got to know that there's a line. Because uh, I, I mean, all. <clears throat> I'm totally mean, right. For for instance, uh, I have a situation I had. I because I nipped in the ass. I had uh you know. I lost. I lost a friend in an accident, and oh, yeah. people were suggesting yep, yep, yep. that his, you know, widow, widow, uh, her and I start talking, start dating. I said no, I, no, no way. Hmm. That's my brother. Even though he's dead, I will not. I will not do that. And th- people were like, when you when you think he would want the best for, her? I'm like absolutely. But there's a code on it. You do not go. With another guy, right? You support yeah. it any way yeah. possible. Yeah, but yeah. support, Absolutely. but not, you're not the guy. I, to and, and I and I love her, love her to death, but it's just I will never ever do that. It's a valid point. It I is. mean, I I think that, and I've seen some situations, not super close friends, but like just people I know. And and my first thought, of course, and maybe when I'm younger, I'm all like, "Yeah, bro, how's my dick taste?" You know, oh, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, well, fucking. I mean, you, you still know. do it. But. Yeah, you still do, but yeah. maybe in a more like, oh, she's your fucking problem now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, but it, it, it's still you just, you know, <laughs> if you know the situation between your brother. Your brother and you know his ex. You, you talk to him. Yeah. You know you don't cross that line. No. I, right. I, I'm telling you, I'd rather have more friends than enemies, and that right there is creating the enemy. Well, and and that's true, man, because you, you basically see where you stand with this person, right. despite you know having a conversation and you thought you were on the same page, and then you know he still goes back and right. for whatever reason now they're homies and everything, and and you know he's not. He's not quiet about it either. You know, he's posting on there, hey, I've been a, a, a fr- friend anniversary or whatever for eight years or nine years. I'm like, damn, okay. Like hmm. that, huh? So, you know, it's it, it's like you said, man. There, there's an unwritten code there uh, that right. should be, we know. We know what it is. And, and yeah. I know in my shoes, I would never go after one of his exes. Right. It's um, morals. It is. Plain and simple. Morals. Yeah. Do you, and do you, th- you, it's morals, but do you also think it's an age thing? As you get a little bit older, do you kind of go, yeah, it's probably not. But like when you're 20, 21, 22, whatever, and you're like, fuck, I'm just trying to get a piece of ass. And, I mean, 21, 22, you're like, I mean, for me, I'd be like, fuck, damn, he went after her. Really? Yeah. There's well, uh, there's other uh, women out there? Lots. Well, yeah, others, that's my yeah. point, man. You know, out of the whole pool right. of Omaha... You know what? Why are you going for the sloppy seconds over here? You know, right? But yeah, what, what are you trying so to prove? It. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, but, that's an awkward situation. But you know, if if we had a heart to heart talk and he actually really had invested feelings for her, and he asked, "Hey, do you mind?" I'd probably give him the go ahead. You know, because it's so it's about permission. It's, like if they come yeah. to you and say, yeah, "Hey, it's man, respect," it's yeah. respect in the end, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and, and you know, I actually, I guess, actually, if had that happened, you know, I might have, I, I myself, you know, because I, I spent many years with this person, right? I might have been cool with them. Like, you know what? That's cool. Go for it. That's your problem now. You know, not right. my problem right. anymore. But mm-hmm. the fact that you know, you come back, you're like, "Oh man, yeah, man, I'm not gonna lie. I try to get with her and everything. Oh, it ain't gonna happen again." Blah blah blah. All right, cool. I'll take you for your word. And then the opposite turns out to be true. Then you're like, oh, okay, well, I, I, you don't respect me like I thought you did. Exactly. Yeah, so that's tough. So I mean, so, so they do get together, you know, and that's your that's your boy. That's going to be very very awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially especially if you have kids with her. 
That's yeah, even that's more even weirder there. <laughs> yeah, that's an awkward situation. Well, well thank God that's not the case. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, right. and, and there are a lot of the girls that I dated that I don't have kids with, and I'm very thankful, I guess, in ways right. that that didn't happen. But um, the thing is, even with my kids' moms, it's like, I mean, I look at them now and I'm like, dude, I, we wouldn't even be compatible like that's the crazy thing about us being younger to older right. that it's like we're literally so different type of people like not run in the same circle we wouldn't be in maybe when we were younger we did but i guess that's the thing so when we split up and I, as we each got older we were kind of like yeah you're cool i'm cool we made a baby we did some dirty shit together made a kid but here's the deal we really don't like each other very much right and that it happens man it's crazy and i don't i'm not saying bad things about my kids moms but the thing right. is is that we are they, they literally they look at me they're like i hated you on radio i hated this job i hated <laughs> that well the fuck i've been doing this for fucking 20 plus fucking years mm -hmm. man oh my god damn how is this ever gonna work if this is what you fucking hate right. that i do so right. yeah, I agree. Because that mm -hmm. whole relationship, you gotta support each other, even though you do. You even though you don't like some of the things that person or you know does, right? You should support them because I I mean that's their dream too. In in all reality, when you're in a relationship, it's basically our dream, right? You know, because you're sharing it with them. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the other thing I say, guys, is like you know, at our age, man, if we haven't honed in on our communication skills, or if we haven't even tried, you know, to improve on that then you know i hear the horror stories of people out there of exes you know they they, they go through all this drama and you yeah. know the parents try to use the kids against them and right. you know right. power plays and all that and i feel for some of these people that i know that are going through all these uh you know battles of uh visitations and, right. and all that. so you know it took me a long time for me and my ex to kind of be on on very cordial terms um simply because you know me as a young man and i'm I'm free to admit this, you know. I, I, I wasn't the person I should have been when I was in my 20s, you know. True. But it, oh, yeah, it's a journey, man. man. You, you learn from yeah. all that and everything. And yeah, I still see guys our age being perpetuating the same things that we were doing in our 20s. So I'm like, come on, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, with with my past relationship being in, in it as long, it, afterwards, I I did a lot of like actual grown growing up and understanding about communication. You know, understand yeah. what. What I did in the wrong way of communicating. Mm -hmm. Self-reflection. Yeah, what I should do now. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, that's a big key about relationships is the communication part. Well, that and, and uh, Jose, as I'm learning uh, about the Latino community and how my spicy senorita um, <laughs> can go off in like two seconds. And I'm learning sure triggers. Uh, I'm learning different things. Triggers. Um, yes. Triggers. But, but yes. you know, you know, everybody's got a trigger. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, I'm there. Right along there. She's like, damn, you got upset quick. It's like, because you cross this line. Yeah. You, you say these things, right. and it's like, boom. We've all... And I think that's it. A lot of our exes or a lot of our situations we've ever been in, we've had... Uh, we've learned from them, and we're like, yeah, fuck that. I don't ever want to put myself in that position again. Exactly. And I, I wish more women would see the value of themselves, because right. I feel like there's a lot of women that don't. Yeah, they, they undervalue themselves, because... Yeah. Maybe they were in a, another relationship, and that um, particular person uh, degraded them. Yeah, and absolutely beat, beat them down mentally and physically, and you know they carry it on to the second relationship. And they do, and it, yeah, you mm -hmm. have to work and build trust and all these things. Exactly, and, and it's so, such a I I've, I've been been there, you know, 
dating dating a female that you know her her ex um, boyfriend you know mentally and physically beat on her and, yeah. and you know me with football and basketball baseball I, I'm I'm a yeller I'm a like woo or fucking mother son of a bitch you know is that it, when it, you're in it, bed or is that when you're yeah really both. okay I was but it, but it, it 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 freaked her out and I you know it took me it took me a long time <laughs> to uh lower my tone i still you know it, it was hard for me but i i realized now that you know it was a trigger point for her it scared her yeah so a little so, bit of a temper yeah she had a little bit of a temper gotcha gotcha yeah. Yeah. yeah can you imagine guys like i'm encountering like a lot of people our age right they're just now getting divorced man can you imagine like getting back out in the dating scene from being Shh. out for like 20 plus years and now Fuck. you have to do it i mean I, I don't know because i've been yeah. a bachelor most of my life yeah so I, I can't relate to that but i you know i feel for some of my friends and people that i know can you imagine what kind of a world that is now how yeah right that, that I, well i mean it. 11 what 11 and a half years for me yeah, yeah it's coming into a whole new world too it, yeah but yeah i i agree man the technology has changed so much whether you do the online dating or try to meet somebody that way or or what but yeah I, I will tell I will tell you this online dating. A lot of the females that I talk to, they hate it just as much as I do. Yeah, they they rather have an old school, you know, meet at a bar, meet at, meet somewhere, a festival, and just hit it off from there. This whole uh, interview process, you know, they they don't like it just as much as I don't like it. No, no, it it is it is definitely changed a lot for mm -hmm. sure. Um, one thing I do want to hit, uh, Jose, um is uh you kind of talked a little bit um about your background that kind of stuff but like when it comes to like new laws and stuff you have been really on the ball about a lot of cool shit and i know you got something i want you to talk about that yeah well you know part of my new job it kind of uh, requires me to sort of be really in the loop with uh, what's happening here locally on the state level yes with the different bills and legislation that's going and everything and something came out the other day that got me thinking it. And I don't want to get into the specifics about what mm -hmm. the law entails and all that, but just know that, you know, I kind of want to tell my story a little bit because um, there's, there's a narrative out there that people say, you know, oh, well, you know, becoming a citizen, why don't they become a citizen? It's, it's easier, it's easy, and blah, blah, blah. And let me tell you, man, being a first generation immigrant and everything, it is not easy, man. It's anything but easy. Um, so I just kind of want to share my story. Uh, there is some legislation nationwide that they're going to put forth here in the next month or two that uh, will kind of change uh, the laws in, in terms of how to become a citizen and all that. Guys, we haven't had laws that change immigration status and all that for 37 years. Dude, that's, that's a long time. time. And things are different, man. So we change the laws with different things like every 10, 20 years. And this is 37 years. So it's time. You know what I mean? So just to get into my story, uh, you know, I... I my parents immigrated here, and the the, rule, the rumor is that I was six months old when I came over, you know, didn't have much of a say in the matter, and, you know, kind of went through, um, grew up pretty quick, you know, because uh, I actually, my first language is Spanish, so I didn't learn English until about, I would say, regularly speaking with my brother and everything, maybe about 12, 13 years old, nice. you know, I was in ESL classes, you know, as a kid and everything, transitioned over to, uh, you know, regular classes at third grade or something like that. But, you know, uh, being raised in that kind of culture, you know, I, we were alienated. So all these things that a lot of people are used to, you know, like uh, the Boy Scouts and, uh, right. you know, all these going uh, skating, you know, I, um, roller skating and all that. You know, I, w I didn't partake in a lot of that. Question for you. Sure. 
Did people look at you differently when you when you were speaking Spanish out in public? Absolutely, absolutely. And I, you know, I felt even at a young age, you know, I felt that discrimination, those mm-hmm. eyes, you know, not yeah. on me so much, but on my mother, and really? my father, especially my mother, my That's poor sad, mother, man. Uh, my dad, but my mother because I was with her most of the time, right? So. Um, Imagine, guys, you know, having to translate, you know, documents that come to your house at, when you're 12 or 13 years old. And mind you, the, the letter would say, from the IRS. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember my dad saying, hey, translate this for me. And I'm like, well, um, I think I know what they're saying. You know, it's a government doc. Uh, so those are the kind of things we had to grow up real quick and everything. But I just wanted to fast forward, man, to when we actually decided to become part of the process, right? That was back in like the mid uh, upper 80s and everything and President Reagan actually had something mm-hmm. to do with that he changed the laws back then um, to make it a little easier to get to, you know that pathway to citizenship and all that so my parents you know took the plunge because guys when you do that you're actually outing yourself you're you're admitting hey here I am I'm coming out of the shadows and I'm ready to become legal I'm ready to become yeah. Uh, yeah, an integral part of this country which carries a lot of risk with it right right mm-hmm. um, not not with everybody, but you know, if there's some kind of maybe little misdemeanor or something like that, yeah, I mean, you, plus, know, you run a risk of getting. Plus, uh, you got to worry about getting flagged for it from the the Hispanic people, the people that are that live in Mexico and that. No, no. Um, well, I mean, you'll get the occasional, hey, oh, he's from the north, you know, he must have oh. money, or he's, you know, he, ah. he thinks he's all that. But that was back then. Um, the the lines blurred now because of the internet you can get anything everywhere and, right. uh, yeah. and all that so yep, yep, yep. but i remember specifically guys uh, you know my parents had to shell out a ton of money so it was the funny thing it was just me my my mother and my father uh, who had to uh, th- go through this whole process and become naturalized and everything my three siblings were born here so they didn't have to do any of that so we had to travel to denver uh, because there wasn't a uh, Mexican consulate here in Omaha. So we really? had to go to the nearest one, which was Denver. And the story goes, I remember this, we, we were in an accident and we, you know, we could have been really injured because it was in the winter time and we were in, going into Denver and the driver didn't know it was dark. It was at night and we were in a wreck. And uh, I remember we had to stay at some stranger's house. You know, they kind of provided housing. We went to the office the next day, took our pictures, took our fingerprints, took all that. And uh, it was, I, I want to say it was about 1987. And then uh, just fast forwarding um, some years after that, and I was I became very active, became very active with the community, volunteered my time and everything. And uh, it, it a little light went out one time when a friend of mine was like, hey, look at this, man. He goes, it's kind of cute that you're out there uh, getting people to vote, you know, registering people to vote, but you can't vote yourself. What's the irony in that? And I'm like, whoa, a light went off. I'm like, you're absolutely right. right. So at that point in time, I made the decision, okay, I'm going to become a full-fledged citizen at that point. So, you know, pay the fee. Um, I don't even remember what it was, but it was astronomical, you know, for a 25-year-old at the time. Um, I'd become married just a little bit prior to that. So all the all the things were in place there for me to actually go forward with this, but it took a lot of time, took a lot of money, um, and, you know, all the other things that go along with that. So, um, yeah. Uh, Ten days after 9-11, I became a citizen. We were one of the first uh, naturalized uh, ceremonies, naturalization ceremonies in the country. And they made a big deal of it because, you know, obviously these are new full-fledged Americans, you know, in that time, in that era, you know, it's kind of a big deal. So uh, they did a nice little write-up in the Omaha World Herald. And, uh, yeah, you know, I became part of something really special that day. And like I said in the the little quote in the paper, you know, the Star Spangled Spanner, uh, Star Spangled Banner meant something a little different to me at that point in time. 
But Beautiful, man. That's I, awesome. Yeah, man. man I, I mean, wow. I just, I've had a lot of people since I got my new post here ask me about my, uh, you know, my story and what brought me to where I am at and everything. And, you know, I'm very, uh, again, I just want to dispel that notion, man, that it's not fucking easy to be a fucking citizen right. in this country, man. So, yeah. so um, you know, I want to say probably about 10, 15 years ago. Sure. Like, uh, there were Christian uh, churches that were bringing, you know, Christian Africans refugees over here, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they had to go through the same process you had to. If it was that that you know hard to get you know to be mm-hmm. a citizen. Well, for them, I think that was more of an asylum process. Because so, I mean, couldn't you possibly? And, and I'm just saying, thinking now with uh, you know the viol- su- mm-hmm. such a huge violence in Mexico, couldn't you? claim asylum mm, well, there's some question yeah there, there's some rules around that but um yeah i don't I, I can't answer that for sure i know a lot of the other countries in central america they do claim asylum because i mean that that is out of hand, man. that yeah. whole thing is i mean gang gangs and everything yeah. and, nar- and the narcos and all that it's pretty bad down there but um yeah generally speaking i think those um they have to process asylum a little differently from okay. different countries. And then, you're, per this country's policy, you know, you're only allowed X amount of people to claim asylum, like, per country or per region or something like that. So it's tough, man. Dude. Good for you, though, man. I'm, I'm really excited. Dude. That was yeah. that was a really great story. I did not know about the 37 year or something like mm-hmm. laws that haven't changed. That's crazy. Yes, sir. So man. would you change if, if, if you had a voice to change the process what, what would you uh change? well so one thing i would change for sure man and i forgot to mention this because i, I remember uh somebody if somebody gave me the right information when i was younger things would have been a little different for me so i actually had an inkling to join the military like sometime in, in high school and everything nice uh but somebody said you don't want to join the military man um you know you're, you're kind of outing your family you know you're getting the history out there and you know they you're family may get deported Whoa. which you know i didn't take that i took that seriously of course but that deterred me from right. joining the military, military yeah which the opposite is true man you putting your tour of duty you know four years into it and you can you're automatically a citizen and then you can apply for your family to do so as well but uh you know that's kind of misinformation that's out there okay. that so for one to answer your question i would push the military route a lot harder uh because you know what better way to assimilate a people, you know, than to, hey, let's defend this country. Absolutely, you put in yes. your four years of your life, and, and hey, you earned the right helps to be get, a citizen. Helps them get an upper leg. Absolutely. Dude, absolutely love that, man. It's mm-hmm. very cool. That's a good question, Dan. I like that, just to kind of get an educational answer. And, dude, I'm telling you, because I'm marrying into an Hispanic family, I'm trying to educate. I'm trying to get, because they there there's a thing that Anna said that is there's a thing actually out there called white privilege. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. I didn't either honestly and and i'm 100 percent, man i didn't even know because i guess i don't i don't look at it like that right but you know and that's the thing i'm learning with her she's like you don't understand what it's like to be discriminated against and it happens all the time and you don't see it because you are white i'm like Mm -hmm. i know but it's not like i'm meaning to do anything you know Right. So yeah, it's it, dude getting educated. That's what it's all about. Right, right. And and I love the fact that you're doing what you're doing, Jose, and uh, learning about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And um, being uh, you'll be able to talk a lot about the laws that are changing yep. in this in this state and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I think and I think the cool thing, like you know, we're all blessed, guys. We're all blessed to have you know street smarts and book yes. smarts and yes. a lot of cases too common sense because not everybody right. has that. Let's be real. Right. True. Uh, so I'm blessed in that regard. And and like you said, you know, my point 
in getting in what I'm doing is to educate people as much as I can. There's going to be people out there you cannot change your mind, man. It's just not going to happen. So oh, they're they're stuck old school, right. you know, back backward. I call it backwards ways. You know, the wrong people are teaching teaching the wrong things, and it's getting passed down. Yeah, in a bad way. Yep. Question for you. I was, you know, I kind of feel that you know going going into school elementary school because i you know you guys i've been to mexico i've been to europe and they speak multiple languages i feel in in our uh, educational system that spanish we should be taught spanish from kindergarten on Mm -hmm. yeah it's by far our second language yeah 100 percent, absolutely and and i agree and and as i'm learning more like just in general south though and all that and and like i try to learn man Mm -hmm. i think that's like the thing that's 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 the whole thing that's what makes a person a great person is Mm -hmm. the willingness to learn from others right absolutely when you have that closed mind that's when you become an idiot Absolutely. And that's why I think, like, you know, there's a a fight out there to make English the official language and all that. You know, okay, yeah, everybody, it's common sense that it's English is predominantly spoken. Yes. But if we go back to the way beginnings of this country, I mean, there was never one language ever spoken in this country. So we can't really say that. So, and we forget maybe many times we took, you know, half of Mexico in the war. So that population is never going to go away. So if you're trying to, you know, all across the board say, hey, learn English from now on, that's never going to happen. Happened. And then, like South Omaha, you know, it's been changing. You mm-hmm. know, it was Czech, Polish, Slovakian. Yep. Mm-hmm. You hey, know, now about. now uh, Mexican Spanish, now El, El Salvadorian mm-hmm. uh, Spanish, Different Cuban dialects. Spanish. Yeah. Yep. Hi. I I, I really what think we should, that? and I and mm-hmm. I think as adults, if we it, it, what? we should have a program, a free program, <laughs> if we wanted to learn Smart Spanish ass. to be able to yep. go do it. Um, yeah, she put that in my face. Isabel and Anna are here. So, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, anything you want to say, Dan, before we roll out? And Jose, same thing? Yes, I, I want to I give a shout-out to Imperium Brewery for sponsor, Dude, sponsoring yes. us. Great local beers. I ask everyone, you know, you got a local brewery around you, support them because they uh, they like to support the community. You give you give what you get, receiveth. Ah. There you go, Jose. Yeah, so... For everybody, um, just learn a little bit about your laws, man. Learn about, you know, what it is to protect yourself when you get pulled over by the cops. Just become educated, man, because there's a lot of people out there that are willing to abuse their power. Um, but we're the ones that retain the power in the, in the in the end. So know your rights, know the laws, and uh, educate yourself, man. Dude, and, and, don't and don't just do it, don't just do it behind a keyboard. You know what I mean? Educate yourself. I I told them about white privilege, baby, over there in the corner. Yeah, I don't know about white. Privilege. I said that I've. I we have this conversation all the time. I, yeah, but you, I don't know. It's like I said, dude, we'll have you on, honey. I want you to talk about what you say because I did say that it's something I'm learning, hundred percent. I'm trying. Thanks, Isabel. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> exactly. My there you go. Um, couple of things. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada is a new ad. Thank you. Bozier City, hey. Louisiana. I know some peeps down there. Thank you very much. Nolens. Um, oh, they just got Derek Carr. There you go. And Thousand Oaks, California, just north of LA is I another down. I got family there. Which is super cool. So quite possible. Hey, hey. And uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. So that's all the news that I've yeah, heard. Jimmy Garoppolo on, yeah, the, he, on the Raiders. He just needs to go back. Back to the forest. Let's just call them what they are, the Las Vegas Patriots, goddammit. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't forget, you can check us on Spotify, Apple, all the podcast outlets. Email us and... Um, I don't know where this guy's from, Jay, but either way, thank you for him very much for the email. Uh, very inspirational. I do appreciate that, which was super cool. Go Creighton. Um, Keep him coming. And uh, rockoflife23 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. And also on uh, Randy Hill 1023 on TikTok, uh, the, ch- the kids laugh at me that I'm trying new things. Uh, they think it's a... F- We're going to put them to work. Dude, I'm telling you, I, we're going to start a page and a few other things. Other things coming. So, uh, guys, thank you so much oh, yeah. for rocking out, man. Appreciate it. Be safe. This has been Randy's Rock of Life podcast, brought to you by Premier Midwest Beverage.